It is now 2020. We have sailed the seas on the Sea of Thieves, and that's what we're going to talk about today on episode 18 of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to just simply pass on by. I just realized we didn't do the notes for this because we're terrible people. Oh, you're a terrible person. I, 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 there's two of us. Neither one of us thought about it. You're the captain of this ship. We've been over this a million times. First off, you didn't want me to be the captain, and now I'm the captain. <laughs> You're the captain now. I don't... Uh, whatever. <laughs> we played Sea of Thieves. Uh, before that, let's do a little housekeeping. You can find us on every major game, game pass service, every major podcast service, and now on Stitcher officially got that working took a while as well as cast box so if you're on those services uh and for some other reason you listen to us on a different service we're there now i don't whatever we're there it's, it's exciting <laughs> we're there we're everywhere we're everywhere uh but if you do leave us a review on any of those because it definitely helps us out it helps our exposure um and we're still having the contest to wherever i see a review first on one of those services we'll get a one month xbox game pass ultimate um I don't want to say subscription, but I, it's not really a trial either. A pass, I guess. A pass to Game Pass. Uh, Ryan, off. I got in contact with you, so I can confirm that uh, he is a proud owner of one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, courtesy of Game Pass or Pass. Also, you can send us emails to anything that you want if you want to let us know that you hate us, whether you like us, whatever. Gpopfans at gmail.com. But this episode is about Sea of Thieves. We've been talking about this one for a long time, how we wanted to play it. Didn't have the time, but guess what? We found the time. So there you go. The developer of this game is Rare. They are owned by Microsoft. Makers of some of your favorite classics like Donkey Kong Country, Banjo-Kazooie, and maybe some not of your favorite classics like Cameo, Elements of Power, and Connect Sports. No one? Those, those are my favorites? I, I said no. Your might not be your favorites. Oh, okay, so, great. All but right. Rare obviously is a longtime developer. Goldeneye, Perfect Dark—that's where a lot of people uh, remember them, as well as the Donkey Kong games on the Super Nintendo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, we are I not remember Viva Viva Pinata. Ah, there you go, Viva Pinata. Yes. So we are not here to discuss whether or not Microsoft killed Rare or not. We are here to talk about CFDs. Regular price: this game is fifty nine ninety nine. Available on PC and Xbox. It is Xbox Play Anywhere, and it is cross-play. Uh, we, I was playing on Xbox while you were playing on PC, and we can say that that works flawlessly. Uh, there is not any DLC in terms of traditional DLC. There has been a lot of updated content that is all free, and it is Xbox One X Enhanced running at 4K, 30 frames per second, as well as higher quality textures for all of you Xbox One X Enhanced owners out there. With that being said, all the details out of the way, see... Of thieves. First of all, did you introduce us? Is that the thing you forgot to do again? Nope, I was. I'm Corey. This is Basher. Hi. All right. All right. <laughs> they, they they didn't know who I am. Uh, oh, okay. As the guy swaps the decks around here, this. All right. So this is my um, second go around. See of thieves. I played this when it first came out. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, I put all of maybe 35 minutes into it, and we figured out, me and my friend Snaps, we just kind of went, oh, this is some good-looking water, and uh, that was it. <laughs> and what, what what I find interesting about this game, uh, spe- specifically in this uh, this podcast fashion, is that this was the first Microsoft game 
that was released first party when they started that whole initiative, I believe. Um, I'm almost positive that it was Sea of Thieves was like, that was, this was the game. They're like, we're doing first party day one on Game Pass, starting with Sea of Thieves. And so this was a game that they had shown off for a long time, and I was excited about it, and we played it on Game Pass, and much like you, I played it for a couple hours. I guess I played it longer than you, and I was just like, all right. I mean, it was like an hour and a half. I mean, like yeah. enough to sail to an island and back a couple of times, and we we we, we let out a uh, a big, <sighs> and that was the end of it. I think um, I, I think on our old podcast for Love Game podcast, I think my exact words were, "This is the worst game that I ever love." <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> and because the the heart of Sea of Thieves at that time was just like, man, like you said, this. That's some cool looking water. Like it cannot be underestimated how cool that water looks. Um, but no, like it, it legitimately, like the ideas were there. It was very cool sailing. You, it, whether you're playing with two people or four people, you felt like everyone had a job. You could come across other pirates. Like it was truly a game that you could make your own fun. But that was the problem for me is that you had to make your own fun. The stuff that you were doing in the game was fine. Um, but it wasn't exactly engaging and your rewards, a lot of it was cosmetic for the pirate and they've rectified that since then, but this is a first person game. So there just wasn't a lot of carrot on the stick thing, you know, like you could play it and you could have some fun and that was it. I will say I can confirm the water still looks great. It still looks looks fan this game in general has has that rare style to it I, d- I don't think people give it enough credit for that um i think this game looks amazing especially on an hdr display like it really really pops on that 4k display as well as with hdr on it uh since then they've done a what i think they've done quarterly updates maybe more so they've added a ton of content new missions new cosmetics etc uh so that's why we decided we wanted to hop back into it um Okay, so let me start with the positives because there's a lot of positives about this game. Um, you just touched on the graphics, like like um, uh, uh, graphically is is gorgeous. Honestly, I, lo- I love the style. It is that it is that classic rare style. It is everything pops, um, everything's super smooth. It runs like butter on your system. Like it's it's fantastic on, on all those levels. Um, the sailing aspect of it, just just the gameplay of sailing the waves, is is uh therapeutic in a way you, you you're just right. at sea you're just kind of you're looking at these waves crashing you hear in the background it just it's all very soothing it's all very it feels very natural sometimes it's even too natural uh as someone who gets easily seasick like very easily seasick just like if i'm if i stare too closely at a at the tv for too long like i will get a nausea type feeling like like they really nailed the idea of that aspect of the game. Uh, the combat leaves some more to be desired there, but it's there. Like it, it, it's 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 simplistic enough so anyone could pick it up and play it. I understand why it's so simple. So like so that so that's there. It the game really. The game for me, I start falling out of love with this game when the tedious aspects of the game start popping up. And it's not just one or two things. It's quite a few things. And 
then there's the one big thing that happens for us in our in one of our playthroughs where I'm just like, all right, I'm completely done with Sea of Thieves. I you yeah. had me at one point, but then this happened. Yeah, and I I think I can agree with that in terms of I, I still 100% think that the core of this game is really good. Like, they have something that's really special here. And I think where it succeeds and where it falls is that it is it is a pirate simulator. Like, that, that at its core, that's what it is. But it's a very easy pirate simulator. It's not a deep pirate simulator. What you're going to do in this game is get on a boat. You're going to sail to an island. You're going to fight some skeletons. You're going to dig up some treasure. You're going to have some people on the sails, some people like steering, but it doesn't have that deep, deep, deep thing like a farming simulator or a tycoon game has to where you're really getting into the nitty gritty. Like you're not building a certain type of boat. You're not you're not doing anything that dramatically changes the minute to minute gameplay, which I think is good and also bad because this is a game that you can pick up and play very easily, like I said. But other than like cosmetics there isn't a ton of stuff to do. Like I'm I'm trying to think of a, of a scenario to where like it would be deeper, but it's, I don't know. It just, to me, it's killing me because like, I wish if this game had things to do, it could be one of the best games ever. (laughs) Right. But but to me, where, where I think that they struggle with this game and I, this is just me speculation. I I don't, I have not followed the development of this game. I have not watched, you know, the developer diaries or everyone call it is that to, to give you something to do other than what you can do, which are the basic voyages, right? So that's, Go find a treasure chest, go find some animals, go kill a skeleton. Those are the three main quest types that you have, and those are kind of on loop. And from what I understand later, like things get a little more complicated, but those are still the three core type of missions that you do. And they don't ever add anything drastically different. And that's where I get sort of confused of, are are they not adding anything else because it changes the core of the game in terms of it no longer becomes an easy to play pirate simulator, but a more difficult one to play. Like if you start messing with maybe more the dimension, the dimensions of the ship, does it become too hard for a couple people to pick up and play? And then all of a sudden it's more like a full on simulation because those are two very, very different games. And I suspect that's where they run into issues of this game of it's hard to find something to do without drastically changing how the game plays. But then when we were are going to get to very quickly where this game basically just kind of shot us in the head and we're just like, I'm done playing this, is that it seems like they tried to do that, but then they didn't, um, I don't want to say play tested enough, but they didn't think it through all the way. And it just, it doesn't seem to have that middle ground of content to where the the ramp up to the the really good content it's like this very basic and then there's like these couple quests that are just like you are in Sea of Thieves and this is what you're doing. There's nothing in the middle there for people to just sort of do something different and do something new without having to dedicate a ridiculous amount of time. I think there's something in the middle is is I think they thought just being in the world was part of it, was part of the middle. And it's like and it is and it isn't because – even if you're going to, if the core of the game is to sail here, excuse me, if the core of the game is to sail here, 
fight skeleton, bring back chess. Then uh, among among upgrading your the look of your ship, I should be able to upgrade the actual ship. I should be able to upgrade among among upgrading the my physical look of my pirate, I should be able to upgrade also what my pirate does. Because if none of that changes, if I'm doing the same swing from minute one of this game to hour two hundred, they have to know this gets super and utterly repetitive. Right. And I feel like they do, but I don't know. I, I just can't I don't know. I, there's just there's some sort of disconnect for me in that middle ground and I don't I was I was very particular in not like going to start googling things and trying to figure it out because I didn't want to have to find it that way. Um and I don't I think if we wouldn't have stumbled on the Shroudbreaker quest, we would have bounced off this even harder. Um which I guess is a spoiler alert, but whatever. Um because I was just kind of walking around trying to figure out who to sell this particular type of item to. And I found the Shroudbreaker quest. And I was like, okay, like, what's the Shroudbreaker quest? And then when we started that, I was just like, okay, like, all right. I, th- I think we stumbled onto the, the, the content. Yeah, you there you go. Found yeah, the content, yeah. Like, we, we found the thing that you were looking for. Um, but it's not easy to find. Like, you could 100% miss it. And we almost did. And, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that, but the Shroud Breaker is the thing that I, that sort of, I don't want to say hooked us, but got us intrigued, if that makes sense. Right. Because the Shroud Breaker essentially was the same. Let's be honest. Like when you make the, when we, when, when they make these video games, the idea of a fetch quest is, is, is looked, is frowned upon. But in re- realistically, you, you're not gonna get around to fetch quests. Like a fetch quest can be good or, or it can be bad. Like like there's different levels to it. For the most part of Sea of Thieves, the fetch quests are, are essentially grunt work, right? And it's grunt work t- to with with no real payoff. So when we found the the Shroud Breaker quest, we're like, okay, this is this is a new type of fetch quest for this game where we're thinking more we're doing more we're traveling farther like we're like everything's a little just a little bit more intense even the the final fight we have uh or we tried we attempted to have with uh one one of the the skeletons briggsy or something like that briggs briggs yeah like even that was like just a little bit more intense. Well, but we're like, okay, here we go. This is where the game really ramps up. The issue is that's just one quest. Right. Where the rest of the quest, the quest leading up to that, the quest after that, as you said, the quest in, in the middle of that is just bland. It's so utterly bland. And it's, and I, and I really don't understand how they're because a game like this is so cartoony. I mean, in the positive, it's, it's so cartoony where the the ceiling for creativity is bonkers. Like you can right. you could you could do anything you want. So why are we, so why are we why are we regulated to just simply 
go there, slash out a slash out a pirate a couple uh, a ghost pirate a couple of times, dig up a chest and bring it back. Like there's way more you could be doing here. Yeah, and like you said, the Shardbreaker quest is basically that, but the way that they do it, like they add more steps to it that made us feel like uh, like detective isn't the right word, but we were figuring stuff out. Whereas the 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 normal voyages are just very like on the nose. It's just like go here, and by by here you mean go to Plunder's Outlook, as right. opposed to where the Shardbreaker stuff was kind of like, uh, we left we left this position headed east to the largest island island islands. You're like, okay, what, what island is that? And, and then from there, the chest was buried north. From the tree of doom, you're like, okay, let's try, let's go north. Like, there's so many things we had to do to to complete something, and it felt, uh, it felt like we accomplished something. Whereas right. everything else was just kind of like, oh, just go here and do this. This this, this is like, this is grunt work quest that you give like, like like an Assassin's Creed when you when you can get your assassins. Like you have, you're on like a little assassins guild. You used to pay them to go do things. That's what the rest of this game is, right? And it, I'm I'm struggling with words today. I don't know why. Um, I narrative context is the word that comes to mind of just that. Even though like the context here isn't like you're not going to fall in love with the world of Sea of Thieves from the Shroudbreaker quest, but to me the fact that there seemed to be some type of lore and we were looking for something that, that at one point like changed the world of sea of thieves. I was, I was more intrigued to find it kind of thing. Like I, I felt like it was going to go somewhere. Um, and it's, it's weird how much that changed, how much I wanted to play this game because I, I had a very wave like feeling with this game of just like when we first started playing it and, and, we were first set on the season. I was like, yeah, like I forgot how cool this is. But then very quickly I went down and I was just like, man, there is still nothing to do. Is there <laughs> like, like, holy crap. Like I thought there was all this new stuff, but then, then we found the shroud breaker. I was like, okay, like we found it. This is the thing. And then we finished the shroud breaker and I was just like, okay, like it's again, I, I don't understand why it's so hard to find the good content in this game. We had to look it up because it's, I don't remember the, the, I don't know if it was the mysterious stranger, but someone was like, you need to go find Haley. And I was just like, who the hell is Haley? Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. And so I looked it up and it's like, you got to go to this particular outpost. I was like, cool. So then we go to that outpost. And it's like, if I could just get to the content easier, I think it would have been a much better ramp of that particular thing. But then we ran into the big thing that destroyed our time with it. And was that, so we finished the shroud breaker quest, which was very long. It took us like what, three, four hours, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was it was a heck of a voyage. Yeah, and part of that was just because we were reading the clues and we ended up going to the wrong direction one point. So like, and I actually really enjoyed that part because we were trying to figure out this thing and then we looked at it again and we're looking at the clues and I was just like, oh, like we screwed up. Like we should have went to this island first and then when you read this passage, it lines up with this better than what we were thinking, yada, yada, yada. And like there was a a moment there of just like, okay, like the game told us what to do. We screwed up. That's not on the game. That's on us kind of thing. But the fact that we were able to screw up, I think was a, a cool thing. Um, I completely agree. Yeah. And so then we start the second quest, which is basically a continuation of the Shroud Breaker. And it involves going to find these keys and then finding this this uh, this chest and everything. And while I didn't enjoy that as much because it was basically, 
again, everything breaks down to this game to fighting skeletons, digging up treasure, or finding animals, whereas the Shroudbreaker was more digging up chests and stuff like that. The second part was more of just finding these skeletons and destroying them. I was like, great. So we do that, and then we get to the second part of the the gem quest, or whatever you want to call it, and we've got to fight Begsy, Briggsy, whatever her name was, and she rolled us. Like, she absolutely destroyed us. We were not prepared to take that fight on. And which, I enjoyed losing that right, fight. Right, exactly. Like, we we were using the sloop, which is the two the two person ship, and we thought we had it because we hadn't come across anything really that crazy yet. Like every once in a while, we came across that skeleton ship, which was interesting the first time, but then the second time it happened again. We're just like, okay, like can we just sail away this time? Um, we hadn't really come into any issues, but her, we tried everything. Like we tried cannonballs, we tried the fire bombs. We she was too fast, we couldn't get her. So then we hooked her ship and we got to it. We jumped on the ship and she destroyed us. Like she hit us and we went flying off the ship and we we're like, holy crap, we weren't prepared for this. So we tried again and then like we ran out of wood, we ran out of cannonballs, and we we're just like, man, like this is really hard and it was cool and it was different. So we're like, let's take a break. We shouldn't have taken a break because <laughs> the game, for whatever reason, it, right. okay. it erases all your voyages. Whenever Every you leave the game, <laughs> single time. If you have a bunch of quests lined up, it's not. It's not even just quests. It's if you if you have food, the treasure. It's yeah. If you have yeah, everything like yeah. food, supplies, treasure, supplies, uh, cannonballs, everything. Once you, unless we're the two dumbest people on the planet, once you log out this game, everything is gone. Yeah, I'm just Which like I, I don't what? understand that. What is happening? Yeah. Like, is, is there a chest or something I need to throw everything in before I log out? Because even if that's the case, my cannonballs at least should stay on the ship. Right. Like, and, anything and, I put on the ship stay there. It's not, it's not hard to find cannonballs. It's not hard to find wood. It's not hard to find supplies at all. But <laughs> so when we hopped back on, that's exactly what we did. I was like, all right, we got to get a ton of wood. We got to get plenty of cannonballs. We got to make sure we have plenty of food. So that way, if we do take some damage, whatever, we are good to go. We got all those supplies. We opened up our quest and the quest wasn't there. And I was like, okay. All right. Whatever. I was like, well, let's go to plunder outpost. Let's start the quest again. Surely it can't start us over. Well, I think you know how the story ends. It started us over at the beginning of the second, I don't remember what it's called, but where you're finding the gems for the Shroud Breaker. It started us at the beginning to where we had to find the skeletons again. And it's just like, okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. Like, that's going to take at least an hour just to get back to the point that we were. It's and I'm insane not... because, yeah. again, as you touched on before, the reason we liked doing that up to that point is because it took the time, it took the mental fortitude to figure this stuff out. I'm not doing that again though for the same reason for the same quest so like there should have been a proper checkpoint to where Which, if you at least got the compass to get to briggs that you at least keep the darn compass right and from what i've read after the fact is that there those quests definitely have chapters in them and if you go from when you complete a chapter it saves your progress so for whatever reason, this particular chapter isn't saved. Like this chapter wants you to find the skeleton key, find the skeleton chest and kill Briggsy, which again, isn't it's so conflicting with the rest of the game, which is very much a 10 minute quest here and there 
to want me to start playing for three to four hours at a time is just such a different draw. And there's no indication that this is going to happen at all. We had no, there's no fortitude or anything. Like we thought, okay, like this, it makes sense to break there. We did that. We took a break. There was no warning or anything that we were going to lose progress in this quest. We had nothing like that's crazy to me that this game that is so adamant on being a basic game that it can't even do. I don't want to say the basics, right, but it can't even have a proper save system. Like that just seems crazy to me for something and, that takes so long and is so tedious and not, not having tedious because the first time you do it, it's not, there's some tedious aspects, but it still feels fun to do because you're figuring this stuff out. So like, if they know it's going to take someone 30 to 40 minutes to figure out figure out a certain puzzle, after they figure out that puzzle, the checkpoint should happen immediately. That's done. Right. Like, you shouldn't have to do that again because what makes it worse is sometimes, well, not sometimes, apparently a lot of these quests are random. So it's like, once you once you start the quest back over, you can't even just quickly sail back to... Right. Bigfoot's Isle, because now you have to go to a whole different land. It's like, and start this whole process over again. It's like, for every, like, so to go way back, like when you you went to this game in waves. Like, I stopped playing this game because I thought this game had no content and I was over it very quickly. So when we first started playing this again for Game Pass, a past podcast, I'm like, okay, I'm apathetic towards the entire thing. Let's go in this ship so I could be bored and annoyed again. Like, let's get it over with. We complete our first few quests. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something here. We get the, the shot breaker quest, and it's like, you know what? I'm definitely wrong. This is going to, like, enough of these, and you have a, you have yourself a fantastic game here. Then it's like, oh, by the way, we're not, we're not saving any of your, you're not going to save any of your progress. We're not saving any of your, of your, of your supplies, your cannonballs, your food. Every time you start this game back up, you're starting from scratch, and you're going to, and, and unless you have uh, Voyages bought, a quest bought from certain vendors, everything's gone. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not even that. It's that I just, I don't. The quests aren't good enough. Like, it speaks to the quests themselves of that. Most of those can disappear because it doesn't matter. Like, right. Like, they're all the same thing, right. right? They just have different locations on them. Whereas the Shroudbreaker quest is specifically something else. Um, so the fact that the, you didn't even go and make sure that those had proper checkpoints with the chapters is just baffling to me. Um, but that being said, even... I don't know if even after the Shroudbreaker, even though we found it, it was cool if, if I think we could have recommended this game. Um, as much as I really enjoyed finding that quest and... And um, sort of riding that wave again of the positivity, the fact that, like, I, I don't think we could recommend it on, well, if you play the Shroudbreaker quest, you should play it. That just seems so specific that it's hard for me to to be, come to terms with that being a positive uh, recommendation, if that makes sense, based on the... the uh, the point of the show of being game pass or pass. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so I guess, I guess that's, we can start to wrap this up now of, of that. So 
but yeah, like before that, again, like I was riding this wave and it just, that quest just disappearing, took it completely out. I, I, I've uninstalled the game. I have no intention to ever play it again. Like, I just don't care now. Like that, that quest disappearing was such a slap in the face to me that I was just like, all right, like, and there's so much, <laughs> there was so much leading up to me getting to that point anyway, that the shower breaker quest kind of deterred me for just a moment. I'm like, all right, maybe you can save it. Maybe you can save me from leaving this game forever. And it's like, Oh, that's how this works. I'm completely and utterly out. Yeah. And to me, I, again, I am not a programmer. I know the basics, but to me, that doesn't seem like a, that seems like a very strange decision to make. I don't know if it has something to do with the PVP, which we did not touch. I know there's a PVP mode, but I can tell you that it's not going to change my mind. Um, from what I've seen and what I've looked at, I, there's just, the combat isn't good enough in my nope. opinion to, to sustain it. Nope. And that just seems like a very strange design choice to wipe everything so hard like that. And I get that like it's an open, persistent world, et cetera, but uh, any MMO, whatever you want to call it, doesn't just wipe all of your progress. I don't, I don't know. It's such a strange thing for me and I don't, I don't understand it, but I don't know. I, I was, I was hoping this would, this would have, uh, I, I was honestly hoping that this would have been a case of Basher doesn't like the game. He's going to go in not liking the game. And then, oh, Basha loves the game. Like, because there was, there, was there was just a moment there where it almost got me. But then it's just like the carrot on a stick is not in this game. Like, nothing seems worth it. Um, like, even if even if we completed that quest, it got a whole bunch of money, a whole bunch of gold. What were you going to do with it? Like, honestly, like, there's nothing, to, like, there's really nothing to do with, like, this, like, we could have, like, I have just enough money to uh, to uh, color the ship differently. Yeah, but for what? Right, and that's and that's not it's not it's not a little bit it's not a little it's not a little bit of money either. It costs right. like fifty thousand gold to upgrade a ship. You only get like three, four hundred from a chest. Uh, like, it's, it's usually it's more than that. Like we would average around seven to like twelve hundred, but that's still that's not that's, a lot. Like that was some higher ancient chests though that you got the good yeah. stuff like the regular quest you got from the guy like those were like maybe four or fives even then it's like we needed fifty thousand. if you want like a good one sixty thousand. so right. it's like for, and then, and then they have like they have that like separate currency of the 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 blue currency i don't remember what it's called um ancient where you coins? No, they started with a B. It was like Bagoons or I don't remember. Uh, um, I'm gonna look it up live on the show. Current, uh, not currencies, idiot. Sea of Thieves. There are two major currencies. Uh, Dublins. That's what it was. The Dublins, and those are for like the the um, I don't want to say like higher quality stuff, but like those are supposed to be the rare things and that's an even separate currency. And I, do they sell it separately? Maybe that's why they do it. Like maybe there's, you can actually put real money into that. I don't know, but that seems weird for me. Um, I don't know. I, I really want to like this game. <laughs> like, there is a core there that I think someone with, uh, I, 
whether it be more time, money, or just creativeness, like they can make a heck of a game here. And whoever's on it now, they just they're they're all out of ideas and they tried nothing. I mean, yeah, I don't it, it's it's interesting that they, they did the the Shroudbreaker and the quest after that, because they're so different and it's strange that after two years going on three, that that's all they've come up with. Um, <laughs> that's a new I, quest. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. That wasn't in the original game. Get out of mm. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's wrap this up. It's going on too long. So when it comes to sea of thieves, I think we both, I think we both expected, I don't know. I, I wanted to revisit this game because I knew there had been a ton of content added and I was like, it's got to be better, right? Like, it's got a hook. I didn't expect it to to hook us in a fact that we were going to keep playing this game, but I expected to get hooked in a way that was like, okay, like there's actually stuff here now to play and we can recommend it. That's what I was hoping would happen. And unfortunately, it no, I'm going to say no. I, th- I think you should pass on this game, which which is a huge bummer, like a huge bummer, but... Yeah, yeah, I'll pass on it a second time and never yep. again. I'm done. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect to ever play this game again, kind of thing. So, which sucks, really sucks. But it is what it is. So, see it, thieves. First game not starting out great for 2020. We're gonna say pass on Sea of Thieves. Surprising after the update. Yeah, more than one, quite a few updates. So, we'll see what happens. But all right. Um, that's gonna do for this episode. So, have we decided what next next episode will be? Untitled Goose Game is that what we're going with? That's what we're going with. It's either that or Devil May Cry. Uh, let's do some Goose Game. So, next episode, hope you tune in is Untitled Goose Game. But that's gonna yep. do for this episode. Email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. Let us know what games you like, don't like. Maybe you love Sea of Thieves and you think we're idiots. Just let us know. You can review us on every major podcast service you can probably think of. If there's one that we're not on, let us know and we can add it to their library. But I think that's all we got time for. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's going to do for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time. Good days.